0: Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and
1: his
2: good, good pals, Dave Damaschak and Martin Weiss.
1: All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, early, early morning. I have to get moles removed, guys. We'll get into that in a second. Yes, I'm sorry. Spaghetti and meatballs here fiddling with the knobs. They have nothing to do with the mole removal. Ah, babyface Joel Solomon. A little more to do with it. He is producing this disaster and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. What is happening, fellas? Guys, you got in this mole removal thing? It's, a, it's such a scam, isn't it?
3: Well, yeah, it's it uh, can be quite painful. Be careful with yourself. <laughs> and what I thought was going to be a discussion about the great no. day, the return of college football in full, not Northwestern and uh, Nebraska over in Ireland, by the way, I've gotten your many, many social media posts attacking me. I know Ireland is not in the UK, and the UK is not Ireland. Thank you for your missives. Oh, uh, I, I got front. that
1: too. I got that too with the British Open. My, I, I'm like, I, uh, I'm sorry, I, I get it, but everything British is is English, and and that, that's how it is for us. But uh,
3: I wasn't even connecting yeah. Ireland with, I, I wasn't even yeah. sure. honestly. I had to think like, oh, the game was in Ireland. I was just thinking it was it was over in uh, Wembley or whatever. But right. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, Ireland. Yeah, anyway, in the
1: war, we should be able to uh, screw that up a little bit, but go God ahead. goddamn yeah. right. No, that's
3: <laughs> intentional disrespect, but I, I, I do want to say about the mole with the passing of one of the great figures of the 20th century, Mikhail mm. Gorbachev. I was thinking oh, yeah. about that as we bawled. I was thinking about this. Do you think Gorbachev was like, crap, I'm losing my hair, and only then did he realize, wait a second, <laughs> wait a second, what the hell is this mess? And did he think about getting a toupee as a younger man and thinking like I can mitigate the? I mean, it's not fun to go bald. I'm sure for any. I wouldn't know. Look at this
1: mane of hair. Yeah but, yeah, yeah. but for someone like you, Sal, like, is it received, uh, oh, Would you uh, would you be like, well, oh they, they, my god, they, I gotta they get have that hats now. I gotta, there? I'm pretty sure he probably knew about it. Um, I you know I don't know how, how they do things in Russia or as I like to call it, Great Britain. I don't know what they, you know. I, uh, Martin, he couldn't have known, right? I mean, is a hat uh, an alternative? Is it a, a, an actual hat? Ha- a hat, hair alternative treatment hat is what, is what you should go by, right?
2: No, I, for me, I would just go bald and just swell up and get big, muscle Ooh, up. And then there's, like, you know, know, then I'm the bald, big-ass, like, burly guy. But if I'm Mikhail Gorbachev, I feel like I'm in fucking charge. I don't care. Like, in fact, in fact, everybody else, you shave your heads bald. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I like I, I'm making the bald head a thing. It's like I, I'm the man in charge here if I'm if
1: I'm in his position. Well, but, he could have gone. I mean, there's a place in Torrance I'm going. He he could have gotten that removed, I think. Uh any any time really. I, I will say it is with this mole removal thing. It's a lot like termites. Um, and if you get a termite report, they're gonna say, Oh, we found something, right? Uh, what is it? What's the language? Moderately suspicious. As long as something is moderately mm. suspicious, they're digging in there. And I had a really bad uh, hack job done. Um, I, I don't care. I'll say the guy's name. The guy's name was Hatchet. <laughs> that was the doctor's name. And I sh- <laughs> that should have been a-, a clue right there. And I have like a bullet hole in my back as a result. So be careful, Martin. I it's, mean, almost I, like I a, a, it's almost like having
3: It's almost like having an attorney with the surname Trusty. I don't know if you heard about that. That's a that's a funny. (laughs) There's a a a prominent case going on right now in our in our nation that uh, involves an attorney now named Trusty, which I think is fun. Um, It's funny to to make it uh, full circle here. Ironic that the shape of that giant mole on Gorbachev's is shaped like Ireland. So now let's proceed into the world of
1: sports. Can you say Ireland? I don't know. All right. Uh, (laughs) Listen. Big night tennis. I, I are people watching this? I was excited to watch Serena. She's down to 16 to 1 now. She opened at 45 to 1. Two big wins, uh especially yesterday beat the second seed And everyone's there in attendance. This is the place to be, Martin. You got uh, Spike Lee, of course, in there. You got Tiger Woods watching on. You had Hillary Clinton. Sorry, it wasn't Hillary Clinton. It was Bill Clinton and Dr. Ruth (laughs) Westheimer, which was freaking hilarious the other day. Um, What a spot. I don't even know how many. Uh, Babyface, find out how much tickets are for, like, Serena tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be in primetime, right?
2: All right i saw uh I saw an article while while joel's looking it up I saw an article yesterday that tickets for the second round doubled in value overnight right. when she won in the first round yeah um, which is insane this is uh this is the serena Williams house we are watching uh' well, we are watching the, the uh, tournament but we would not be if she was not like no flat qu- out no
1: question about it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, no, it'll be fun if she lasts but, at least till the middle of next week right watching is, that uh, watching that uh
2: match yesterday i just I almost felt bad for the other person who is the second best p- tennis player it in the world. It was another person?
1: Right, right exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I almost felt bad for her because it's like she came yeah. back from down 40, 40 love twice, and everybody was like, so yeah. what? Like get out of here! Nobody wants to see you win. Like I can't imagine. Yeah, you're you're
1: ruining our partner uh, party, foreigner. Get lost. Yeah, right. (laughs) Instead of her,
3: use Doctor Ruth at least. At least that would have an entertainment (laughs) value to it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, you know, I I was getting calls and texts from friends on the East Coast who went to the Mets game and some that went to the um, the uh, U.S. Open, and they're right there. It's about uh, it's about 300 yards apart. The two. I was just going to ask you. So they're right next to each other. And how close is that to your boyhood home, Sal? Uh, Well, that's about 45 minutes out from from my house. It's not convenient at all. But yesterday, it wasn't convenient for anybody. I mean, the mass Uh, transit uh, really failed, you know, uh, throngs of people trying to get to either event. But... uh, can't complain because spaghetti, meatballs, babyface, Joel Salman went out to Anaheim, just <laughs> <laughs> just as uh, daunting a task. And uh, what happened, spaghetti? You left? Did you really leave the office like four thirty for a seven oh five pitch and missed it?
0: Left my house. No, it was six thirty eight. First pitch. Um, they oh, stagger okay. it because of the Dodgers, because they think somehow it's better to get Angels fans to watch on TV, but then have less people in the stadium, which looks even Is worse. Is that true? Yeah, wow. they actually staggered for the Dodgers game. So <laughs> I left my place, Marina Del Rey, went down to our office. You know, took about twenty minutes, picked up meatballs, and then um, about four thirty from um, where we were picked up
1: Mikey Meatballs. Right, well, you didn't stop off at a deli and, and picked up both meat, just um, some meatballs
0: for <laughs> the road and Mikey Meatballs. <laughs> okay, left good. left from our our place where we record. Uh, at 430 and we literally had two hours and and eight minutes to get there and we got in the stadium before first pitch but we didn't get to our seats before first pitch so there was already an out the Yankees already had an out (laughs) Ben Attendee was up by the time I got there it was Uh, just a disaster to park I I hate Anaheim it was like 98 degrees outside there was just no air to breathe Uh, I'm never I'm (laughs) taking a right now please hold me to this all you guys I'm taking a blood oath I am never ever going back to see the Yankees play in Anaheim on a weekday ever again the rest of my life. I don't think that's true. You're a young it's man. True.
1: You'll, you'll do it. Six, seven years. Uh, next year, maybe. I mean, uh, there's
0: uh, a
2: lot yeah. of stipulations in there, though. I'm never ever going to see the Yankees Long in time. Anaheim on a yeah. weekday. Like, that, I mean, that's, that's a, there's a lot of different, you know, let's, things that have to happen. It,
3: let's put it to the test. Pearl Jam's playing in Anaheim on a weekday.
0: Ooh. Yeah, oh. they're interesting. we oh, okay. I'm, so I'm they will do that. I leave an hour earlier yeah I'd leave earlier I think early. you
1: have this is what we talked about pre Podcast, you you have a bad taste in your mouth because the angels emerged victorious and uh in, in such a great way, Shaq and Martin. It really, I, you know, you're keeping track of this, and I know you guys are on the judge side of this, but I maintain Otani is the MVP. I think if Trevor Lawrence, I don't care how many wins the Jaguars have, if he has 35 touchdowns and has seven uh, uh, pick sixes himself, he's the MVP. But anyway, so I'm going back. I'm going to lose the argument. Judge is like minus 1400 to win MVP, but. Uh, just the same, two nothing Yankees, three run homer Otani. You got to You got to appreciate the irony a little bit, babyface, a little bit.
0: No, firstly, no, but it did feel like the closest I've ever been at a baseball game to a one on one matchup, and uh, they both were yeah. up in big spots. Um, but yeah, Judge didn't get a lot to hit, and uh, as we saw, the Judge last didn't night, get to put after, the ball after, in after play, Stan, right?
1: Oh. Yeah, you got. You no, I, uh, and I struck out
0: twice, football. walked twice. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's fun. Um, that's but fun, but man. as we know, some 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 lunatic who ran on the field is really what cost the Yankees last night because it took Angel Security uh, a good 15 minutes to somehow get him in handcuffs. And that's what uh, messed up Cole's rhythm. And that's what I, I, I put the game on. And I think Eddie and Mikey would agree with me.
1: That, I mean, that is true, and uh, no, that's not, not true that it screwed things up, but what they cuffed him on the field, I didn't see, you, you don't see that a lot, right? I mean, you have to ask him about his feelings and stuff like that because we're in California, and before uh, you take him away, but uh, is that what happened? They really couldn't get the cuffs on him?
0: Well, he, uh, they, they, he didn't even make it onto the field. Hey, face like you brought this commotion. up, by the way,
1: not me, hey. just so you know. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm fishing it out of you, but you were very um, excited Bring this up. All right, <laughs> all right. So well, that's well, This that. was the play some- of the game. Yeah. This was the play of the game. Yeah, I got you. All right. Uh, yeah. So all right. So you lost the loser. Uh, that was a losing match. So how much is? Let it me to just get say in? this. Go ahead. Let me Someone just say, say this to you because you made a statement.
3: Yeah. You made a statement, <laughs> and it just sat there, and I feel like I have to pick up on it. Go ahead. You are going to lose on the Otani v yeah. Judge thing, and it's it's the right thing to do. Now, if the Jays were to catch the Yanks and all of that, I I get that team deeds versus individual, but value is right there. Most valuable. And Otani is doing historic stuff, unprecedented stuff, at least since Babe Ruth was pitching in, Mm -hmm. uh, in the early part of the 20th century. But Aaron Judge is also doing that. You know, the. I don't care about the asterisk, the literal asterisk next to Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire, because it's already there in our brains and it will remain there for all of time. You don't need to separate those guys. It's We already understand they juiced. If he hits, you know, 58, 60 home runs naturally, you know, relatively speaking naturally, I mean that's pretty historic as well. So I, I, I this diminishment of what Judge is doing is weird. No, I don't want to do in favor
1: that. of a last place I, I, bum team. Uh, well, listen uh, again. My thing with that is, and everybody's quick to point out, you know, you put you, you know uh, Otani without, Angels without Otani are still a bad team. It's like, all right, let's please take it a step further. If you're smart, what are the Angels with Judge on that team and no Otani? All right, so what's we could talk value, but a lot of it is. Uh, luck as to what you know um uniform you're wearing at the end of the day martin am i wrong i I, I backed off on a little bit it's a great year for judge and fine give it to him but for god's sakes otani is a pitcher and a pretty damn good hitter too
2: yes you're wrong you're you're, you're wrong Sal. (laughs) (laughs) like you're wrong like winning matters like winning has to matter otherwise why are we play why do we play or like change it to the most outstanding
3: to player, right? I mean, just well, ch- you know, it's a, if it's most valuable player, then what are we talking about? Right. What's the best player? To me, we're talking about value the to division. the
1: value to the league and to the game. And oh my God, what are we watching? That's my so you that, that's how we interpret value, but it's fine. I'm not going. to I go think crazy you
2: you've got to it. be it's the least. only person I've ever heard say they no. interpret MVP as value to the league.
1: Why? <laughs>
2: what are you like, talking about? What does that Why mean? Not? Who cares? Then LeBron should have been the MVP every year because he's. The I most, just uh, spelled the out biggest...
1: how stupid value to a team is because if you put Judge on the Angels, they're crap. So I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that, 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 that that's a pretty good argument against value to a team. Like if that's a. I mean, how far
3: knows. can we take that though? Trent Dilfer. Everybody loves to point at him and say, "Well, he was just a passenger." Nevertheless, he's a, a quarterback who started a Super Bowl and won it. Like, if circumstance is maybe a little unfair, but what are you going to do? You know? All right. Marino what never got do? one. Dilford did. Is that just? You know, probably you know not. The, uh... But what are you going to say?
2: You know, everybody's r- racing to their televisions every uh, what Thursday night to check Nikola Jokic out to make sure that and see what he's doing. I'm sure he's boosting the television numbers in the NBA, really sell, uh, sending the merch over uh, the top. I'm with you,
1: but again, put him on another team, put him uh, on the box or whatever. It's, uh, all right, so we, we can go. Look, look, the point is Otani delivered a nice FU to spaghetti and meatballs and, and baby <laughs> face, and uh, let's just appreciate that. Let's just <laughs> give him something to think about in their six-hour drive home. Anyway, Shaq, let's celebrate your day. The Backyard Brawl, Pitt, West Virginia, seven and a half, 51 and a half. You're a Pitt Panther fan, are you?
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I am. Longtime uh, Pitt Panther fan. As a, uh, as a wee lad, I sat atop the knee of an 18-year-old Danny Marino, all the promise of a grand future lay out in front of him. Did it include a, a, a Super Bowl trophy? No, it did not. Nevertheless, memories uh, that, uh, that are just about countless in, in my adolescent brain. Um, yes, a night game in Pittsburgh, backyard brawl, the rivalries back on, all the hoopies are coming up. Early reports say the stadium is going to be more Mountaineer than it is Pitt Panther. I remember mm. growing up, Mo Damashek, delightful as you know, Sal. Sure, um, Mo, you know, she, a, a friend to all, almost all. She uh, she would sit there <laughs> and like when bum teams would come into Pitt, and Pitt was a national powerhouse every year, and Rutgers or Syracuse or whatever would come in, and Pitt would steamroll them. But early on. Maybe Syracuse would get a touchdown in the first quarter. And she'd say, and we would sit on the uh, at uh, on the visitor side of the field um, is where our tickets were. And she would say, look how happy they all are down there. Look at them <laughs> celebrate. I'm happy for those boys down there. That's nice. They made this trip. And we'd be like, will you be quiet? This is terrible to, for you to cheer for the other team. She would ultimately be happy for Pitt too. But that was a disgrace. The one exception was the Mountaineers. When they would come to town, yeah. she would be like, Don't talk, don't yell at them, David. Don't, you can't yell stuff at them because they're probably drunk on whiskey and they're they're scary people, (laughs) the hoopies. Don't make trouble with them. And they would, let's go, Mountaineers. They would take over the stadium. And then when Pitt would be winning in the waning moments, go home, Mountaineers. And Mo would say, David, don't do that. I told you about these people. They're scary people. Yeah.
1: They brought their own. Let's go, football. I love it. I don't know why they haven't done this in what a decade. Is it more than a, a decade since they've done the backyard brawl?
3: I think ten or. First of all, have camp. you
1: been to? Has either of you been to a backyard brawl? I've actually been to a backyard brawl, Martin. You ever <laughs> <done> <laughs> been to one? I've been to the
3: rivalry game, never to an actual
1: one. I think you're just.
2: No, nah, I've been to more. I've been to several fights in a backyard, <laughs> but, but, in, but I've never actually. Been but not to organized. The See, I, I've
1: been org- in high school. We had a, this family, the Pippias. Brian Pippi was in my grade, and there would be boxing matches. Um, organized boxing matches in the backyard and the parents, uh, allowed for it to happen. It was terrific. It really was. It happened a few times. I somehow was, I think I was a referee once, but that was it. you never participated just as a referee. And I think I would like kind of roast the, uh, participants, uh, going in. So yeah, no, I, n- I never took a slug to the jaw though. Uh, luckily, but yeah, this will probably be different. Um, I don't know. So this is a two USC is a USC reunion right now between JT Daniels and Keaton Slovis and Slovis. Is he going to tell every team they play to F off? I mean, that's classless, Jack. Is that pit football now? Is that what we're looking at?
3: Wait, what? I I missed that. I saw Tyler Palco forever ago in uh, in South Bend against Eddie Spaghetti's team on on the heels of vanquishing yet another overrated uh, fighting Irish club. And he said, I'm so effing proud of this team. But I don't I I didn't see Key Dawn. Am I going crazy?
1: Slowly. I didn't see Key
3: Dawn. Maybe he did. I just might have missed it.
1: Fuck West Virginia. That's what he said. (laughs) Spaghetti, am I nuts? (laughs) Didn't he say that? No, that's right here.
2: Yeah.
3: All right,
1: Yins. Welcome to Tan. You earned your keep. Come on, Dawn. What does Mold Damashek think about that? That's not nice. That's not welcoming. What are you gonna do there?
3: That's crazy. David, David, don't talk like that when there's a camera (laughs) around. That's bad. That reflects badly on everybody.
1: I'm That's going. I mean. uh, I th- your defense was not very good last year, but you return a lot of players. You expect them to improve in the uh, the D line, the secondary. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going Slovis to have a better uh, game than Daniels. Twenty-seven, seventeen. Pitt and the under. Which way are you guys hmm. go, Marty?
2: I am taking. I'm going with the Mountaineers.
1: You.
3: They so are.
2: Much. Well, I'm going to cover. They're ten and three against the spread in their last thirteen <laughs> in September. So they normally start the season out hot, and from the school of Harry, stats that don't matter in general years. <laughs> uh, I'm going with, so I'm going with them. I, and I, you know, I don't really have a strong feeling about this game, Dave. As you know, I was born in SEC country. Something like the backyard brawl, Pitt versus West Virginia. That's JV. You know, call wow. me when the SEC starts. Wow. Wait
3: a second, boy. So wait, you're born in SEC country, but you root for. Michigan, but this—I fully, I fully, had, them, I fully have admitted you. in many
2: different podcasts that I, I am an, I am a Michigan fan through and through. I wish, I wish, however, they would treat themselves like other schools who love football treat themselves. That, like, they should mm. follow some SEC model. Ohio State is doing it, and that's why they'll win the Big Ten and be in the playoff this year, and that's why they're going to roll first week one because they don't have goals like Michigan does. Michigan just wants to beat Ohio State. Ohio State wants to beat everybody. So I, I, I fully all, admit I what, that Michigan that is in means. the JV
1: section too.
3: Michi- Even oh, though okay. they were all in the right. college
1: football, I think he's playoffs. saying Otani. Really, read between the lines, saying Otani is MVP. But <laughs> <laughs> I
3: didn't know what that all—what all that amounted to—was that Michigan should aspire to be like the SEC. I don't know, but I've uh, heard him
2: say it before. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you have one, you, call call won? you exactly. have one. Ohio State that actually that they they want to win and tried to win. Michigan would like to win. They don't. It's the biggest endowment ever. The motherfuckers invented Google. Don't t- where's Iron L money? Like no, they don't want to do it. They don't want to. They don't want to. They uh, you see Brian Kelly in the news. LSU won six games last year. Michigan was in a college football playoff. LSU's a much bigger story than Michigan is right now.
1: All right. Well,
3: right the good news is for you, Marty, and for all Michigan Wolverines, Wolverines backers. Apparently, Jim Harbaugh has Jesus on his side, and therefore. He's on all your side. So, good news for you going forward. Oh, With yeah. He'll
2: adopt your kids, too. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. There, there
2: you go. Jim Harbaugh.
1: <laughs> I don't know With how. I'm, I'm trying to get a pick out of Shaq for Pitt. He's avoiding the issue. So, I think he's. I'm going not giving it to you. I'm doing I it right now. West Virginia. West Virginia.
3: Here you go. I'm going to take the Pitt Panthers on the money line and the over on a parlay plus mm. 139, is what I'm going to do
1: on that one. Whoa. All right. Okay. Yeah, you really can't. I hear say Marty, else. though. I mean, here's
3: what's interesting. I don't know how devoted anybody is to pit football outside, um, outside of the person talking right now. Um, but there is a chance, given the strengths of the offense this year, that they might run the ball more. That spins the clock. So, on a basic level, the under does make some sense here. Oh, well, there the is a chance.
1: Teams. There is a chance you might be wrong. Are you saying? having not seen them this year. <laughs> it right. could be,
3: it could okay. be wrong, but I'm going well, to, I've given you my counsel do with it. What you please.
1: I like the end Let's take my opinion since I'm the only one who's actually attended an organized backyard brawl out of the three of us, uh, Penn state, Purdue. That's a fun, that's a fun Thursday. Start to start things off. Right. Uh, Week zero, um, you know, aside. Penn State minus three and a half, 53 and a half at Purdue. Purdue's one of my surprise teams. I know they're boring. I know they seem to screw. T- Martin, I know we've bet Purdue on a, a Saturday morning at uh, 9 a.m. out here and gotten screwed here. But I <laughs> like their off. I don't think it's going to be like 21-17 games. First of all, I'm going over seven and a half wins. I think they end up with nine total. I like that Aiden O'Connell. He ranked second in Big Ten completion percentage, seventy almost 72% right behind uh, C.J. Stroud. I think he can crack 4,000 yards. Big win, big upset for Purdue, Shaq. I love
3: it. And by the way, as a uh, Pittsburgh native who went to Indiana University, this is my version of Alien versus Predator. Whoever Mm -hmm. wins, I lose. There's no good news of the Nittany Lions or Boilers winning a football game. I'm with you, though. I do think at ross they uh, the Boilers get it done. I think they win straight up. I'm going to take uh, them against Jimmy Franklin and company. Um, I'm on South Side here.
1: Martin, you have to, as a Michigan fan, I guess root against Penn State, just to start, just to start things off, right?
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, as a Michigan fan, there's really only like three schools that truly, truly matter in order of importance, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, right then and right. there. Purdue is something that you're supposed to handle in like you know uh, two weeks before Thanksgiving, you go out there, you take care of business, you come back home, you get ready for ohio state um I'm going to go there with Purdue here too though, just because uh, the quarterback
1: all right, clean sweep uh oregon georgia sixteen and pretty and a ball- half. Well, we all what? just took we all just went against uh no that's a that's a three, but it's not hits. a huge not a huge uh not a huge no. favorite yeah. Um, I, I hate
3: I hate a conference matchup in week one. It's so terrible. <laughs> these are these are important games. What are you doing, Big Dan? You should be counting the schedule. standings.
2: You should be. So you should. To they, they no, seriously. You, like the thing that gets, I don't care about conference games being week one, but conference games should be in one of the stadiums. Of they should yeah, be right. true home and away. The, playing right. a conference game in right. Ireland or England or, or
1: France or wherever
2: the hell it was that feels
1: wrong. I'll give you that, but honestly, do we really want every powerhouse playing Prairie View A and M the first three weeks and the Shaq? Then the, the we don't get kickoff. Pitch really playing West Virginia. Over. How about that? Right. Th- th- those are two
3: teams that are re- uh, relevant teams playing each other. one. I know
1: one. I'm saying if you had your <laughs> way. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Attica. Ohio All State right. and well, Oregon a- are
3: playing each other. Or oh, wait, no, no, whatever. But but yeah, you know, th- no. this is uh, these are th- this is how you do it. You have juicy matchups that aren't relevant to conference standings. These are two important right. those games are too important to waste in week 1.
1: But all right. All right. It's Oregon uh, Georgia, 16 and right. a half, 53 and a half. Um I like the Ducks. Well, for I'm I'm going to take the under. I think it's a 26-17 game. The Ducks return almost all their starting offensive linemen. They got some good running backs, Cardwell, Irving. Uh what was it? Noah Winnington is in there. If they run like they did against Ohio State last year, I think they could be in this for a while before Georgia pulls away. Dan Lanning, obviously the former uh, Georgia D.C., is going to have a tough task stopping Georgia. And Stetson Bennett will figure it out. But late, I'm not a Bo Nicks, uh, big Bo Nicks guy. But I think they slowed down the game enough to keep it under 26-17. Martin, Oregon, Georgia. Fun one, Saturday night.
2: Yeah, I'm running with Georgia. Um, I know that they got the, the defensive coordinator from a year ago over there, but it kind of feels like, you know, it's really Kirby Smart running the mm-hmm. show. Like when it kind of like, kind of the Saban-esque in the idea of like your assistants are just kind of there. And it feels like, you know, Saban's the guy doing a lot of the work. Uh, but uh, yeah, I you say you're not a big Bo Nix guy. I'm anti-Bo Nicks and I've made a lot of good money betting against Auburn and Bo Nix in mm-hmm. his career. So I'm. I, I don't think he's very good at all. So I'll go with. George. Uh, that's why he's still not. So i still in college.
1: God, they lost. I mean, all oh, they had like 35 guys turn pro. I know they churn it out and they move it and they. But this check is it going to take a minute to get in sync for this Georgia team? At least 16 and a half. Yes, I, I. I think we assume a great deal.
3: Half of Georgia's national title team is now in the NFL. That's an adjustment, obviously. It really is funny that that's the the thing that's hard to make sense of. Like we pivot so strongly year to year on like recruiting classes and the grade they get. No, George is loaded up behind those guys who you now know because of the NFL draft. And we just are going with what faceless evaluators tell us about 17-year-old kids and how ready they are to take over, that assumes mm-hmm. a great deal in my mind. So I, I'm going against that lofty number.
1: All right. Uh, and then Ohio State, Notre Dame. Spaghetti, this is the one. You're going to watch this? I, I don't know what point of the season you're at with, uh, I can't watch my team, I'm <laughs> pissed off. You'll watch it, right?
0: Yeah, but I I, I mean, you're not going to get the reaction out of me that I think you're, you're aiming for because it doesn't, if they, you know. I'm not if aiming they for le- anything.
1: Well, if they I'm win this the Irish game. to cover. I think you cover. I think it's. It seems like a mismatch, you know. Um, but I, I like it plus the seventeen and a half.
0: Um, I'm not, I think maybe I'm doing this to save myself, but I, I would probably go with Ohio State. I mean, really? they just don't, yeah, they don't score. I think the lowest point totally high last year was 26. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a new Marcus Freeman defense. They have returned some key players, um, the linebackers, uh, Isaiah Foskey's a, a big return. Obviously they get the all American, uh, Brandon Joseph from Northwestern at safety, which is great. He kind of fills in the Kyle Hamilton role. But um, with Jackson Smith and Jigba, and obviously CJ Stroud, who could go number one overall, could win the Heisman. They're going to score at will, and then I just don't know if Notre Dame could score that many points right now um, with Tyler Buckner, I have quarterback you. and no receiver yeah. death. It's, it's just going to be tough to to stay there. But I do think this defense will kind of keep them in the game.
1: I thought that you're down 20 and you get a late touchdown from, uh, who's the tight end, Michael Mayer or something? Mayer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you pull within 13. I just think 17 and a half is hefty. But check for God's sakes, how, I, will you ever see this where, you know, you, met, uh, you mentioned Spaghetti, Jackson, Smith, and the jigba. He is. He was their number one receiver. And they lost last year, and they lost two wide receivers in the first round of the draft. What the hell is going on? Maybe there is a problem, Spaghetti. Maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> the number a five
0: team. There's, there's Of course, there's a problem. The number five team in the country shouldn't be almost a three-score, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, underdog. And the, the the problem is too is like, let's just say Notre Dame does win this game somehow. Uh, yeah. If Ohio State loses only in week one, that that just gets wiped away. No one cares about a loss early in the season. I mean, Ohio State won the national championship before with a loss with urban meyer and then you know alabama last year ran right. to the championship game uh lost to texas a&m so those big powerhouses kind of get the free pass um you know if notre dame ran the table after beating them like sure they'd make it but if notre dame slipped oh up my once and so lost to clemson it wouldn't <laughs> all right what is, oh what is he what is God. he covering is his
3: spaghetti face? the notre dame fan <laughs> crying about the about notre dame's bad deal that they got with the football gods to, that's outrageous. You're missing now, the point.
0: You're missing the point completely. I get I'm the saying point. That, the, that the the teams in the top four always make it no matter what, even if they lose early on. And don't give me any crap about the Notre Dame schedule because the schedule is very tough this year.
3: Listen, first of all, right, Yeah, spaghetti is correct, but Ohio State then has to go clean the rest of the way. Well, you know, and right, and they have, they
1: have to hope there's a, a, not another team like them, like Alabama, right? Because if you have to decide between Alabama and Ohio State, you're – you're, you know, it's a coin flip at that point if they both have one love. But go ahead, Shaq. What do you like? I Well, I'm
3: going to go with the Irish here, and not just because I want to ride and spear with this. We had a conversation mm. last week on Minus 3 with Alex Kirshner. Um, really good college football preview, by the way, if you want to go back and listen to that. Good stuff. But um, we were talking about the fact that Brian Kelly, I, I don't know that the nation is now pro-Notre Dame, But they're so anti Brian Kelly and Marcus Freeman has a good vibe in stodgy old uh, South Bend that it does feel like if you're ever going to root for the Irish, this is the time to get on board with them. This is the most like
1: the least hated they are. And then plus the Manti Teo documentary, you you feel bad for him a little bit, the team and everything else. So, yeah, maybe this week, who knows what next week will be. But yeah, this period. And I know we like to
3: talk ourselves into iconic franchises and institutions mm-hmm. and sports and that they have some magic fairy dust on them. But Notre Dame does have a track record of that. I, I hearken back to Lou Holtz's first game um, when Michigan uh, against Michigan and they almost won it. And it immediately, by the end of that game, you could feel a, uh, a dormant fighting Irish nationwide crowd suddenly waking up after the Jerry Faust uh, debacle. And Mm. I feel like there's a chance. I know that Brian Kelly didn't, uh, you know, had some nice seasons there, but I do think that Marcus Freeman and company are going to show up for this game. And I don't think they're going to win the game, but 17 and a half for the home team is too many. And by the way, that also applies to Oregon. Um, I think, you know, new air and all that, you know, 20 year old student athletes want to impress the new coach and you don't know exactly what he's going to throw at you. So that's the, that's the, uh, the margin to at least um, get past the, you know, what is it? Uh, You know, uh, two touchdowns and a field goal, both sides of that. I'm taking uh,
1: Oregon and the Irish on the road. Gotcha. All right, Martin. Yeah. I mean, I look at this wide receiver thing. Ohio state had as many first round draft picks at wide receiver too. In 2022 than the Irish have had since 1989. That's a long time. Martin, you were not born. Wait, you are. You were barely born, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. NFL no. draft, 89? No. I wouldn't no? have been. Okay. I was born squarely training camp, 89. You were
1: drafted during the hot dog contest. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. All right, yeah. So right in there. Uh, nah. Which way you going, Martin?
2: I'm going with Ohio State. I don't think they like the way they landed last year, and they were turning <laughs> a lot of people that matter. And C.J. Stroud, you guys already said Smith and Jigba and Travion Henderson is going to be like a dark horse Heisman candidate this year because he is an animal, and he's so I think Ohio State's going to run, pick. and yeah. I think that uh, I think Ohio State's going to run him, and it's going to set up that kind of that Heisman that Heisman candidacy for for Travion Henderson, and I think it speaks to a bigger thing that Eddie's talking about where like. The number five to the number three, or if I'm mis- if I'm misrepresenting you, Eddie, I apologize. But the idea that college football is the haves and the have-nots, Ohio State is one of the haves, and Notre Dame generally, like they they are closer to one of the haves than anybody else. But they don't they don't get the guys that other schools get. Uh, if they did, they would be up there too. Like if Notre Dame is ten and one, they're going to want to put them in there. If Michigan is ten and one, that like all Notre Dame and Michigan have to do is get there. And they'll they'll put them in there, and just to get hammered by the the blue bloods, or not the blue bloods, but the the real the real guys. The Alabama's the you know whoever.
3: You're Spaghetti. right though, Sal, that it's yeah. more severe than it is in the NFL when it's like, well, how are you ever going to win a division as long as Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs? Kind of kind of yeah. logic. It's way worse with those four. There's no worst
2: to first in college football. Like, there's the Bengals went right, worst they, or first to worst or whatever. Worst well, to first. These guys you you get don't know point, until no. you
3: know them about three games into the season. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this freshman blue chipper. Like, yeah, they just reload. Like, it's right. way worse for anybody who isn't one of those four and a, four four ish teams in college football. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh my god, they're all American superstar running back is hurt. Yeah, they have they have three more on
1: the depth chart right behind him. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. Dumb. Well, I, I'm i with, with you, Martin. There's no worse to first, but it is fun occasionally to see like an LSU drop from uh, not that they were last in the SEC. Yeah. But boy, were they bad after that borough year. My God, they could not stop any drive at all. Uh, all right. Spaghetti. What what would you give up for a Notre Dame win this weekend? I mean, you hmm. you, you, you right. Would you give up? Would you commit to? Driving to all three weekday Yankee games in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma in Anaheim next year.
0: Uh, I mean, does that guarantee Notre Dame also beats Clemson at home in no. November?
1: You only get this win.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, driving ten. I guess for three days, I could. I could do that. I I'd, I'd do that. <laughs> I'm not going to go much higher than that, though, because like I'm already counting okay. this as a loss.
1: And it, Joel, <laughs> do you have any? You Joel, do you have anything to throw at Eddie at uh, what he might give up for a win? Seventeen-point underdog. Think about what it would mean, Spaghetti. Think about what this would mean for the new era
3: and Marcus Freeman. And if you win, you you kind of. You couldn't trip
1: up once after it this. It, if it you wouldn't. It
0: wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't mean much because they have to. They Notre Dame has one big regular season game. You have to win a ball game. Mm-hmm. You have to win in the playoff. You have to be, prove exactly what Martin is saying, and he's right. It's like you have the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Ohio States. They're cream of the crop. Clemson, can't you can probably the put in there. Over. And we haven't even started have to, the season. So is, we're I mean, them a unfortunately, win. It's, it's the way it is. I wouldn't be shocked. Notre Dame beat Clemson at, at home in November. I mean, they let their offense is less potent mm-hmm. than Ohio State's. I think that's that's a game Notre Dame could win. A Notre Dame's defense is pretty good this year, but uh, they have to win a game that matters. And going in as the four seed and, and having to play Alabama every single year or Georgia every single year, just it's just a losing recipe. So uh, until they win a game in January, I, I'm not going to give up much for a regular season victory. Well, Wait
3: I- a second! If they win, a lot of kids, a lot of juniors and seniors in high school are looking at the at the big time programs right now if they beat ohio state in week one marcus freeman they get they might even carry him off the field and i'm not exaggerating if they went right. into into, the, into that stadium and won they might care that would be huge for recruiting that's crazy you we know you wouldn't give up pearl jam for two years you can't see one of your favorite bands tool for the next three years in exchange for this victory How say you
0: uh, they don't tour enough for that to matter. But I mean, if, if let's just say uh, if they did, I, I would still say no. It's just because it doesn't real house. They will lose if they lost the game and they carry a Marcus Freeman. Great. Notre Dame still may slip up versus BYU, maybe versus USC, maybe versus Clemson. And, and they're still going to lose in the playoff. a house, they'll win the Big Holy Ten with crap. one loss and they'll be the number two seed in the college football playoff. And they'll and they'll make the the championship game again. It just like it just doesn't wow. matter.
1: Wow. I, I You know what? It might matter to Notre Dame now. I think once they catch word that you would have to be forced to drive in traffic three days next year to see the uh, Yankees <laughs> Angels, maybe this inspires. I mean, you talk about Bolton board material, right? But for God's <laughs> sakes, come on, Spaghetti. Notre Dame. I'm just beach. upset. I'm upset with the college football <laughs> I system. Upset.
2: All right. no, right. Okay. I, I'm right with him. I, see, this is the thing, Dave. You, you, you root for Pitt. You're not. You haven't been in this. In the. In this. In this. We saw Manti Manti Tail" documentary. We saw what it feels like to recently lose, and we everybody saw what Georgia did to Michigan. I mean, on New Year's Eve, it was a complete and total annihilation over at mm-hmm. halftime. So, like, you don't know what it's like to get there and, and have, uh, you know, what used to be Fowler and Herb Street and whoever the hell they got called on college football games now leading it up there and telling, you know, how, uh, you know, you got Ohio State Buckeyes and the Michigan Wolverines or, you know, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and they build this shit all up for the 45 minutes before pregame and you're sitting there, you're nervous, you think, maybe we got a shot, and then all of a sudden you realize everybody else <laughs> on the field in the different color jerseys that you root for, there's like 18 pros over there. And you got, like, three. And then you just sit there. You got to sit there and take it. You got to take it for four hours, four quarters, uh, just, just, just.
1: Wow, this and is sad. Sucks. All right. But okay. you, you can, you I, could, I don't even know how to do it. You have three months worth of pleasure, right? And just So much jive. It. Yeah.
3: What the hell am I being attacked as a pit? Look, look at this. You know what? This is synonymous with within my lifetime, Danny Marino, Larry Fitzgerald, Hugh Green, mm-hmm. Tony Dorsett, and beyond any number of big-time pro football stars. What
2: are you talk- Yo, I don't know what talking about? Anybody who was born after the iPhone has no idea who those people are.
3: Nobody knows who. <laughs> nobody. Nobody saw Kenny Pickett play. I don't know if you heard. He went uh, in the first round. I don't know. Who that is
1: Dan Marino. He was there. He and, was there in New York for the Heisman taunters, announcement. I don't know if you heard. Um all right listen that's I, wild I that though, you didn't say Aaron Donald <laughs> he's though. a
3: donor. He's Shek,
1: Shek, thank you Sheck we're laughing at these guys but now I'm going to ask us to pick an NCAA winner and uh I guarantee it'll be one of the top 3 teams um from each of them and I'm going to Ohio State you know yeah, even though I think they get up to a slow start on Saturday this Ryan Day is uh He's got his shit together. The 34 and four uh, under him, as uh, Martin brought up, Trevion Henderson is. I, I don't know how it's going to go with the Heisman voting because Stroud is favored right now. So they're going to split votes. But you're right, Martin. He was so solid um, and really missed like two years of football, honestly. So uh, he is, uh, he's going to be a force. Um, you know, best recruiting class in the Big Ten, no surprise. Fourth best in the nation. I like this team. Marvin Harrison Jr. could have a big year. Uh, big, big offense, three to one, Ohio State's my pick, uh, Sheck. And now, Sheck, you're going to go Alabama or, or Ohio State or Clemson, right? You no, know, pick Pitt. Pick Pitt.
3: <laughs> well, hey, Liz.
2: Get on, slow this. You know, right? I, well, what?
3: So, so wait, Desmond Howard now is irrelevant, too? He's a, he's a Michigan guy,
1: right, Marty? I think
2: right,
3: he
1: Michigan is. is. is he's, a an an yeah, he's a better football player than a football predictor. Yeah, he's an irrelevant prognosticator, that's for sure, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. I li- Listen,
3: I don't think if Pitt were, I know it's crazy, but you do. Pitt beats West Virginia and then uh, Tennessee, Next Saturday, mm. it's not so laughable anymore that they'll that they have a chance to really get deep into the schedule undefeated in the ACC. But of course, I, I'm I'm not going to get too loco here. What do you want me to say? It's Alabama. Alabama's going to win. <laughs> it's a battle of the two best. The Heisman race will track uh, uh, right next to who's number one in the country all year between the one and two QB, and right. and that's how it's going to go. And you have to adjust your eyeball if you are not one of those four to five teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spaghetti sleeps on the idea. I I agree with him. Notre Dame is not going to win this game. But if they did, right out of the gate, now it's an intriguing college sure. football season. Because all yeah. of a sudden, that fourth spot is in some suspense. You know, right out of the gate, you'd have one of those four spots. Already, we're, we're questioning it. And then you have Clemson. and uh, it, It's not... I, I'm with you. It's a bummer. I'm cynical about college football just like anybody else. Um, but I think we should all be rooting for Oregon and for Notre Dame to all create right. an intriguing, a more intriguing three months here. But I'll give you one more thing, too, because I thought you were saying give me one more great Give me one like la- Give me
1: one less thing. Oh, no. All right. Give me one more thing. <laughs> Go on. Yeah.
3: I'm going to get... <laughs> <laughs> it's too so late for that. It is. Yeah, that's right. It's too late for that. <laughs> and now I shall regale Marty Weiss with the story of Pitt Panthers football in oh, the no. 80s. It started in 19. No, I got to get a uh, mole um, But I could go through everything. I might, uh, Pitt my over off, seven and a half, yeah. everybody. Pitt's going over seven and a half wins. Sal's a cynic. Take Pitt. I'm feeling now it this the, morning. Let's go.
1: Too much change. Pitt's
3: over seven and a half wins this year. Trust
1: Martin, me. Martin, pick I, Pitt to win the whole thing. Go ahead. You know you want
2: that. Yeah, right. I'm going to go ahead and go with Ohio State. Um, yeah. But I, I, I would like to take my moment of wild breakdown of the national championship game just to remind Dave that we are now watching docu-series about things that happened 40 years ago. It's a long time ago, bro. Like Jerry Buss <laughs> bought the Lakers in 1979. You're talking about the 80s is pit football. Like Showtime Lakers was also in the 80s. It like, right. you know, there's there's a lot of like, I you know, it, it, right. It,
1: yeah. Two words,
2: Kenny Pickett, what are you talking about?
3: Yes, that would have been an accurate statement if last year didn't happen, but, they, um, but it did, so now I don't know what all to right, say. So yeah, Shaq right.
1: is taken Alabama, Martin and I are taking Ohio State, no one else is. Uh, Eddie, you want to? T- who, who do you think? Notre Dame, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, wish um, I.
1: I'm not. Well, by the way, I'm not. Con- I'm not convinced. I know what you're saying. In the past, it's happened. If Ohio State loses to Notre Dame and then Michigan on the last game of the year, they're not automatically in. I think this is meaningful.
0: Well, I, I, I still think Ohio State would run the table. I actually think. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Alabama, but I think an Alabama OSU title game will be very, very close. Uh, I do have a bet placed uh, during Harry's wedding for Bryce Young to uh, win the Heisman, be the first overall pick. So I'm kind of uh, invested in the Alabama team. And they, they do Will Anderson as well, who's probably the best uh-huh. defensive player. But man, oh man, like Marvin was talking about before, Ohio State returns so many players. They're just as good as, uh, as Alabama. It's basically like Alabama recruited the entire South. Ohio State recruited all the North. And they're just two powerhouses. So that's my championship game. And Alabama wins a close one.
1: You don't um, realize like the, until you break down these teams, how much the transfer portal means to I mean, there's really like six to eight guys on you know, high profile schools starters coming uh, over to like Ohio State and all these teams. So they nail it in the in the uh, in recruitment and in this transfer portal. It's just insane uh, how it goes. On. All right, listen. Let's take a break and we'll talk NFL, right? It's still open. It doesn't have to be Packers and Chiefs, right? In the NFL, we could talk about seven, eight, nine, 12 teams. Uh, we'll go over our MVPs in just a minute. All right, good, bad, good bet, bad bet, fun bet. Check talks about fun bets a lot. Uh, obviously, we give uh, enough bad bets out there. Martin, give us a good bet. NFL MVP. We have Josh Allen as the favorite and then right behind him is Mahomes and Tom Brady. You like any of those three?
2: I'd have to go, if I was, Josh Allen is primed to uh, to be the MVP. The, nar- the, the narrative is set already. There's people that are itching to give it to him. If he continues to play like he did in the last two or three games of last season, if he can sustain that level throughout an entire regular season, he'll be your MVP. Uh, I think I like I said earlier I'm going with Lamar Jackson for the MVP another guy who has the narrative set and also right. has uh, uh uh is getting back Ronnie Stanley and a whole bunch of you know, all his running backs I think he's going to be in the vaulted position uh for the MVP at the end of the year with like 12, 12 13 wins and 1000 yards rushing and, and mm-hmm. I could see him being looking like the, the most dominant player in football again uh uh, this season so i'm going with him for my mvp
1: all right check whatever i want to say about otani that is the formula in football you kind of have to win 12 13 games kind of have to be one of the top two ish seeds to uh win this award um who's getting it oh no oh you know what i'll start i'll give you a bad bet and then check we'll get to your fun bet so the good bet was lamar from martin to win mvp what were the odds on that is that did we get 15 to 1 there Ahead, it was 16-1. It, it moved all over the place here uh, for MVP. I'm going to give you a bad bet, and that is the third third at the top of the list there, actually tied for second, Tom Brady. I think people have Brady fatigue, Shaq. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think I've he's got wrong. Brady fatigue, clearly. Well, listen— I, Listen, also, here's the other thing. I've been wrong about him for so many years, so what's one more? What the hell do I care? But I'm now with you, Shaq. This is all too much. He's retiring, he's not retiring, but he's taking time off while the brand new offensive line gets figured out on its own. I just and then look at last year. I look at the voting, right? Because that matters um, when you're picking an MVP. Aaron Rodgers was hated. He was the most hated in the league. One writer, one voter actually came out and said, I will not vote for him because he, was not, he wasn't vaccinated. And everyone uh, freaked out on the guy. But you had to think a lot of people felt that way and just didn't say it. Meanwhile, he got 39 votes to Tompa's 10. And Brady had 5,300 yards passing, 43 hmm. touchdowns, and was 13-4 and four, and still lost, still at 10 votes. So I don't think there's anything he could do. I also think they're a wild card team. Bad bet. Tom Brady, MVP. Check. What's a fun bet?
3: Boy, oh boy. That's why I wait for my. I, I try as hard as I can to wait till the eve of the season before announcing what I think is definitely going to go down. You're right. This Saints over Bucks thing is really gathering some momentum, right? And it makes all the sense in the world because the offensive line is a mess. We're sleeping on the fact that Bruce Arians still left. That's mm-hmm. not a small matter, uh, also. And Tom Brady has now created this vibe around him that that tension of no one believes in us and Got to prove people wrong. He's now created enough space for him to say like, yeah, I just, I pushed it one season too far. I shouldn't have come back already with like, hey, I am 45. I got a lot of shit going on, fellas. That kind of thing creates for him the wiggle room mentally and spiritually to just say like by week six, like this was a mistake. We're just going to play out the string here. And so maybe the Saints. I love that one. I'm going a little wild here. Micah Parsons is... If the Cowboys, because I, <laughs> well, listen, if they, if, as it sets up now, every talk about people, the late push for a team to win a division that nobody was talking about three, four months ago, the Eagles are now, it's starting to become, I, as a matter of fact, I should have checked the odds this morning. Have the Eagles actually passed the Cowboys now? I and hope they the have. Favorite?
1: I hope people are losing. They may have, mind. but I, I mean, time. I really it's, do it's think. Plus 145, both teams. Good. Interesting. Good, let
3: it go. I, I mean, I yeah. do think, I, I, you know, it's either you're betting on the Eagles roster or you're betting on three or four stars on the Dallas Cowboys. Didn't we go over this? Like, why?
1: why, Like, I don't know. The Eagles much deeper because position for position, I think uh, on the offense, at least on the offensive side, um, I I don't understand why the Eagles are such getting such a big nod here. I really don't. But go ahead. Oh, I I I love them. They got some dogs. You like you love Miles Sanders. You love Miles Sanders and you love Jalen Hurts. We'll start there. Th- those are those are very very know, average, that's right. Right. right in the I agree. Middle. Yeah, yeah. I think well,
3: Miles Sanders obviously always a health issue, but it's he's fine. not the only one with uh, with Gainwell and, and beyond. But yeah, I love the pass catchers <laughs> they have. Goddard, the offensive line. I lean on the uh, on the counsel of the few human beings who actually understand it. The Eagles are loaded. And have depth on the offensive line and the defensive line. Yeah, I like them better. I think they are going to win the division. But if I'm wrong, it's going to be because of Dak Prescott doing special things with C.D. Lamb and Micah Parsons dominating on a level that would be something akin to what Lawrence Taylor did right. in the Giants. Well, 80s he can't win. Giants.
1: He just can't win MVP. Can okay, well then Kirk Cousins. The how about that? How
3: about we go okay. Kirk Cousins as because a, a, if he gets if he gets those Vikes past the reigning two time MVP Aaron Rodgers' club, he will have mm-hmm. earned it, um, and you get that at uh, at 40 to <laughs> one. plus right. twenty
1: thousand if you All want right. to bet that one. That's fun. No, not Kirk Cousins. No,
2: Michael Parsons oh. is plus
1: twenty thousand. Oh, oh, I'm I sorry, you. I look past All him. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cousins is forty to one. Michael Parsons one. is not sorry. a not a fun bet because it's you lose money <laughs> right away. So that's not. it's not fun. I don't know.
2: If you want to bet Michael Parsons to be the MVP, just donate your money.
1: <laughs> like there's a ton of charities out there. There's you know, there's, there's it's starving a kids everywhere. Bet.
2: Well,
3: well, how he's about ten to South one to win
1: defensive player of the year? But just stay with defensive player okay. of the year. You get ten, you get Okay, nice how about
3: seventy-five job. to one to where we started this show? Trevor Lawrence. What if he has a special season? And if and if the Jags improve significantly, um, you know, say six to seven wins. No, and by their measure.
2: They this is not understand. basketball. They're not giving about? the MVP to somebody with seven wins. Right. Sal he, said you,
3: Trevor Lawrence could be MVP if he has a great year. That's by his logic. I said through, if I'm he
1: getting- had intercess- <laughs> pick sixes himself, I said. I was making the Otani comparison. V he played defense, if Otani oh. gets wins, Otani oh. <laughs> hits home runs. Otani puts handcuffs on fans who uh, stray from their seats. He, he does it all. <laughs> all right. Let, let's figure it. Back to baseball. Play of the day. Actually, that's my uh, – Shaq, I think you're going – what are you going? You're going pitting over for player day? That's correct. Okay. Uh, Martin, I'll go to you. Play of the day. Now, we went two uh, out of three. Shaq, you you went a little crazy with the double home run. I of almost the Angel got it. Yankees. I got almost got it. Martin, and how and I about one? Go ahead. You
2: saw the judge's homer was a single, was a, uh, nobody on base to cover, to make sure it stayed under eight. Uh, yeah, I saw that's that. What and he does. laughing. That's
1: what he does meaningless home runs day, uh, night after night. 4 2. All right, I'll hit a home run, make it 4 3, loss. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: So I'm going against your boys today, Sal. I'm taking the Los Angeles Dodgers, taking Jeez. the Dodgers. Um, Kershaw, you know, he, I know he was hurt, but he's coming back. He has owned the Mets, I think, to the tune of 11 and four in starts in the last 50, his last 15 starts, and you know he is off the injured list. So if he comes back and doesn't want to doesn't pitch too long, the Dodgers Dodgers bullpen is still incredible, and. uh I mean, they're forty-five and ten in their last fifty-five, and the Mets had a lot of stuff going on. They had Timmy trumpet out there yesterday. Oh, was that fun? Uh, that was it was. Around. It was pretty cool. Although I was concerned about what he would do after the Trumps, the trumpet solo, and then my concerns were uh, were confirmed because that dancing was a lot going on, man. Like he was kind of yeah. just. He looked. I don't know if he planned it or what. What you know, he probably. And then they showed the Mister and, and Mrs. Met
1: bit. playing, and I'm like, oh, maybe they're not really playing. That really made me think uh, rethink everything. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how the Mets survived that, I'm like, oh, how does this? How does this work out? There's no way with well, Diaz is going to have his worst outing today. But they came through. I do think Martin um, Bassett is someone you can get value on betting for the Mets. They actually sit, they hit for him. Whereas Degrom, you're going to yeah. give a run and a half and lose. are uh, the same thing. Puts up uh, gems night after night, and they just don't score for him. But Bassett, maybe it's an under bet um, with Kershaw a little rusty, but uh, certainly not going to kill you for betting the uh, Dodgers. I'm going something. This is this is interesting. It goes against my grain. I'm going Braves minus two and a half. The Rockies have played well lately. They've stayed within two runs. Five of the last six games, they played my Mets tough. They hung in the last couple in Atlanta. But it's Strider against Cool. Spencer Strider is going to be the rookie of the year. Chad Cool is a guy who hasn't lasted past five innings since June, late June. I hesitate to lay the two and a half for a team that's going to have to do it in eight frames. But Braves bats are going to wake up. And uh, what better time than against the pitchers allowed 27 runs in 16 innings. 7-1 Braves, not going to root too hard for it want some distance between the Mets. So I don't like are it. Our I don't like
3: that morally. That's immoral for you, I the know. Metropolitan's fan, to do it. But I was looking at that one, uh, just lay in the run and a half. I like that uh, quite a bit. I think that's These a These lines a, a are too high.
1: Play. We're going to see like minus 400s because teams are going to start giving up. And uh, obviously other, you know, the, the powerhouse teams are going to still need right. to win. Two and a half at minus 114 is uh, insanity, Jeez. but I'll take it. All right. I got to get out of here. And uh, wish me luck with this uh, mole. I could be a whole Uh, new person when I get back. Go get those moles out of here. It really could look like uh, Tom Brady. Who knows what they're going to do with me. Uh, We will be back. What is today? We'll be back Monday. Guys, we are there. We are. The calendar is turned. It's no longer difficult math. Now you just subtract the number eight, September eight, from September one. Martin, where does that leave us? Even that's too difficult math for me. Seven. We're seven days away from NFL kickoff. Shaq is going to witness a backyard brawl. We are there, guys. We're there. We did it. We're, we made it to football season. It is here. I don't know how much Thank credit we God. should get for doing it, but we did it. And uh, Hey, it was, was, was hard. hard. <laughs> you know it was
2: baseball I have to watch this
1: summer? I was baseball
2: I bet this summer? Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad that football is back, baby. Yeah, tennis. it's
1: back. Come it's on, still, I still have tennis and uh, the Braves minus two and a half to survive. But anyway, that'll do it for another episode Of extra points. I want to remind everyone out there you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites.